Welcome to the Child Care Business Coach Podcast with Evelyn Knight, where mindset mechanics come together for success. Evelyn Knight is the leader of the ECE revolution and is on a mission to touch 1 million children's lives through the elevation of the ECE community. Good morning and welcome. I am excited to be here this morning right after the Child Care Business Summit we just completed. Uh, it's, it was amazing, such an amazing experience and kind of what led me to my topic today. Um, yesterday, while I was flying home, I really didn't know what I was going to talk about today. So I decided, um, as I was thinking, I thought, what am I going to really talk about tomorrow at Mindset Monday? And sometimes when I do these things, I will pre-record something and then just play the video. But this time I didn't. And I wish I had because I'm a little jet lagged and tired and I'm ready for some rest right now. And by the way, as you jump in, say hello in the chat. Um, Let me know that you're here. I love to know that I'm not alone here. So just let me know. Um, But I wanted to talk about something I went through in my own life that really solved so many of my problems. And, And I mean a lot. As I was typing out the title for this. And I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to call this? Like how to solve your problems. But then I, and nobody's going to buy it. I mean, people are going to be cynical and a lot of different things if that's what I call it. So I decided to go with the burnout because it is also the key to burnout. It is the key to so much of your life. There is so much that can be solved by one simple thing. Um, But before I jump into that, Again, if you're just joining me for the first time, my name is Evelyn Knight. I am the CEO and founder of the Child Care Business um, Professionals Company, and I am the host of the Child Care Business Coach Podcast, so you might be listening to that now. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me. Uh, Today, what I'll be talking about is going to really help you with your staff as well. It's something that you'll be able to take back to a staff meeting and just Keep in mind in your daily practice, one of the big things I see in leaders that I think makes it difficult is that so many of our leaders, um, they think things are a one and done. And what do I mean by a one and done? They will put something into place. They'll do a staff meeting. They'll do these things to like help their teachers with burnout. And then they think it's done. Okay, solve that problem. And then they just kind of, okay, I'm done. But that's not the case. It's never the case, you guys. Let me tell you right now, if you're filling your center and just because your enrollment is up where it should be right now, whatever it is, it's never a one and done. Everything falls away. So you have to keep things going and keep things going and keep things going. So what I'm talking about today is a practice. And if you put this practice into place, not only are you going to help yourself with your own burnout, but it is going to change your worldview. It'll change your staff's worldview. It'll change how they see you, how they approach you, so much of your life. But it can change your child care center if you start teaching this to your staff as well. And it's so simple, but at the same time, so profound. And if it wasn't, if it was obvious, everybody would be doing it. But when I say it, it's going to sound so incredibly simple. It's having a practice of gratitude. That's really it, is living in a space of gratitude. This weekend, and I'm going to try to get through this without crying because um, 
I was just actually talking to another organization right before I jumped on this call. Um, and it came up and now it, I just started crying on the call. So, which is why I was late going live here. I didn't want to go live crying, but this practice of gratitude has completely changed my life. And this weekend really, really showed me once again, the power of gratitude. And it's something I practice, but it never, never ceases to amaze me how God just keeps bringing it back to me and showing me why is this so important. Um, at the Child Care Business Summit this weekend, it was an amazing, amazing experience. And there was one point where my clients actually hijacked the stage. They actually threw me and my staff out of the room so that they could talk to the people in the room as our clients. This was not planned. It wasn't, they didn't get paid to do it. They just wanted to step in and be there because they understand the power of this program. And that for me was such a beautiful experience. I cannot even begin to tell you how full my heart was that these ladies wanted to do this. And the amount of love and gratitude I felt in that moment. And there's one thing that I've learned about gratitude is that gratitude is really attached to love. And if you live in a space where you're just not feeling the love from your staff, from your family, whatever it is, it's probably because you're not in gratitude. You're not in a space of gratitude. But when we really understand, what does that mean? Some of you think, well, I'm thankful for everything I have. But are you really? Are you really? When my husband died, that was when I learned the power of gratitude. That is when I learned what it means to truly have a grateful heart. That's also when I learned that there's a difference between being joyful and happy. And that I choose to be burnt out in my life. That when I'm looking at life through a lens of I don't have enough or there just isn't enough in this world, that's when I start getting burnt out and upset and sad. And it's all here. It's all in my head. It is. I realize that I have to take 100% accountability for what is happening around me and how I feel. Nobody can make you feel angry. Nobody can make you feel tired. You choose to interpret their actions as something that makes you angry or tired. I recently had um, someone steal from me and it was a complicated thing that happened and I got really angry. But even that, that person didn't make me angry. I chose to be angry. I chose to allow that action to be angry because I interpreted it in my head in a certain way, right? By me allowing myself to be angry, I was angry and that's okay. I had every right to be angry, but I'm not going to give that person the power to make me angry. That person does not have the power to make me angry. I chose to be angry. I chose to interpret her actions in a way that would allow me to be angry. Now, do you see how that's a little bit different where I don't give that person the, the power? And that is also a part of gratitude. 
I am very grateful to myself for being able to have control over my mind where I don't let anyone else have power over my own mind. And my notifications just went off. So I have to turn my phone down, but gratitude is where it all started for me. When my husband died and I couldn't get out of bed, I started a practice where every morning and I still do it. Now I do three. I don't do five anymore. It's been, um, it's been almost two years. So I only do three now, but every morning I write down what I am thankful for. And I don't allow myself to repeat what I'm thankful for. So, and every day it's different. There is something different every single day to be thankful for. And I wish I had my notes because I would read to you what I was thankful for yesterday because it gets to be a little bit abstract. Um, When you start being grateful for things, when you really learn what gratitude means, the gratitude starts to be very abstract. It's no longer really the same as what you thought it was. So as I was learning how to do this, I my rule I made for myself is I'm not allowed to repeat the same thing twice. And that was my game changer. Because there's the obvious things that every one of you is grateful for, right? You're grateful for the roof over your head. You're grateful for your children, your spouse, your mother, your sister, your brother, right? But are you grateful because you got to drink clean water today? Did you know that if you own a car, you are in the top 3% richest people in the world? So for everybody out there who thinks like, oh my gosh, that 1%, that 5%, whatever, and you have this disdain and anger towards them. If you own a car, you're one of them. But our realities are so skewed and we've come to this place of such bitterness in this world and anger that we've stopped seeing the reality of how beautiful each one of our lives is. Some of you go to your childcare center every single day, bitter and angry because this person's child is sick today and they had to call in. Instead of looking at that beautiful mother who wants to be a great mom to her children and being grateful that you have somebody working for you that puts their children first. At the Child Care Business Conference this weekend, I taught our people how to reframe our thoughts, how to stop being a victim and to reframe how you're thinking and how you're interpreting things. I really learned that through a place of gratitude. When Ronnie died, I was so angry. But the practice of gratitude that I did, where I was looking into all of the other things in life, right? Like this weekend, I was grateful for people who lead with their heart, who really put their heart and their mind into things, the people that God has brought into my world. That was one of my gratitudes this weekend. And When he died, I started to see the world completely differently. I stopped being bitter and angry that I lost my husband. And I started being grateful that I had so many years with him. Do you see how I shifted that? At first, and you guys know I'm a God girl, right? My conversations with God would literally go this way. I would be praying and say, just God, I've given you my entire life since I was seven years old. Every decision I make, what I do on a day-to-day basis, I dedicate it to you. How many people do that? How many people have given you their life? 
yet you took my husband from me. How could you do this? How could you do this to me? Why me when I've dedicated my life to you? That's literally the type of prayers I was having after Ronnie died. As I started my practice in gratitude, it shifted and the prayers I started happening sounded more like, Lord, thank you so much for the amazing 29 years you gave me. Thank you so much because without that, I wouldn't have had my children. Thank you for the opportunities in my future and the work that I can do now. Thank you for the lessons I have learned like this one. Like right now, as I'm saying this, my mind is actually thinking, wow, the you of three years ago couldn't even say these words. And I realized, look at how much you've grown and learned. Now I'm going to (laughs) cry because I just found as we speak, I just found another reason to be grateful for the hardest experience of my life. And that's because I've grown so much. And I found what true joy in life is. Joy doesn't leave you. Peace doesn't leave you. No matter what happens, you can still be joyful. You might be sad. You might be angry. But there's this joy inside your heart that doesn't go. When you're tired and you want to quit and you're burnt out, but you start looking for all the wonderful things around you instead of the things that are pulling you down, you would be amazed how that'll pull you out of a cave. There is beauty in everything, everything. We choose whether we're going to make it ugly or beautiful. I chose to make the death of my husband beautiful and not allowed it to make it ugly. So when people tell me, but Evelyn, you don't understand what I went through. Tell them, no, you have no idea what I went through because there is so much more that I don't talk about. So much more behind the scenes that I do not talk about. And so teach your staff how to be grateful for the beautiful children in your center. Even those tough ones, they're alive. They're thriving. They're beautiful creatures of God. Even that that person that quits and leaves you high and dry, do you really want someone like that on your team? If somebody quits and leaves you in a position that's tough, thank them. They helped you dodge a bullet. There is gratitude to be found in everything. When you start a practice of gratitude and when you help your staff to see it, and even as they're complaining and whatnot, reframe their language, reframe their thoughts, help them see things differently. Because right now people are just so focused on the negativity. They're focused on what isn't instead of what is, right? So when a teacher is mad at the two children in the classroom who are just running around and rambunctious, help them focus on the eight that are doing amazing. Help them to shift their focus. And it'll really, really help when you truly learn a practice of gratitude. 
Now, I know in a Mindset Monday, it's very hard for me to really truly teach a practice of gratitude. So if you'd be interested in learning more, comment or send us a message. My team, we can get with you and teach because these are the type of things I teach. I don't teach your typical everyday things that everyone else out there is teaching. I will teach you how to truly find joy and gratitude. And I can guarantee you it is the key to burnout. When you're exhausted, you reframe your thinking. That's it. You have to change what's happening up here. And it all starts with you. Things don't change in this world, right? You can't change other people. You can't make your staff do whatever you want them to do. That would just make you a bully anyway. Why would you want to? But you can change how you interpret things, how you see things. You can only control you and you can control your own thoughts. So start taking charge of your mind, your thoughts, and come from a place of gratitude. And I can guarantee you, you're going to find joy. You're going to get over that burnout. I know because I did. And every time I find myself in that position where I'm tired and I want to quit, and I do all the time, this is, it's ongoing. Like I said earlier, it's nothing is a one undone. I do find myself all the time in that position where I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm so tired of this. But then I stop myself now. I've literally trained myself to stop and say, whoa, wait a second. How can we reframe this? What are you not seeing? And I look for the good in every situation. (coughs) Sorry, guys. And sometimes looking for that does tell me you need to fire that person. They need to go. But that's okay too. It has empowered me and it's helped me to take my power back. I don't give people the power anymore to make me angry, to lead me to a place of burnout. I'm not going to give away my power like that. I may choose to be upset with someone and that's okay. That's my choice. It's not them doing it to me. So take back your life, take it back and learn to live just in a place of gratitude. And I guarantee you, your entire life will change. I hope that was helpful for you guys. I do want to really quickly just add an announcement. We have announced Summit 2022, or wait, wow, I just went backwards instead of forwards. I'm tired. Summit 2024. Summit 2024, next year's summit, is going to be in beautiful Lake Tahoe at the Hard Rock Hotel. I am super excited. Uh, I don't know why we haven't done Tahoe before. I live really close to Tahoe. So it is going to be in the amazing, amazing Lake Tahoe. So make sure you get your tickets now. It's going to be June. It's the end of June. I don't remember the exact dates, but we will be posting it. So you guys can start getting your tickets, start making arrangements. We're giving you a year's notice, you guys, so that you can be ready and save up because Lake Tahoe is a vacation. When you come to Summit, you need to stay a few extra days. This is not a Summit you're going to want to just come to and leave. This is more of a retreat. You need to make it a vacation because Lake Tahoe is one of the most beautiful places in the world. It is on so many people's bucket lists. So make sure, do your research, check it out. It's amazing. Make sure that that one, you save up. You got a year. Save up so you can make it into a vacation. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day. I have to say, again, just my heart is so full of gratitude for my clients and also for the people who touched my children's lives this weekend. It was 
an amazing weekend. Um, one last thing before I close out. So many people say to me that I seem blessed, that for some reason, it's like my life is touched with this magical Midas touch. I mean, I've heard some crazy things, you guys. I've, I've had people tell me I must be a fairy. I'm not kidding. I had a woman tell me I was a fairy. I've had people tell me that there must be something different about me. I've been, but because they say I live a charmed life, like most people don't. And there is a secret to it, but it's really not a secret. It is my gratitude. Remember, everything is compounding, right? So in my eyes, what I put into the world comes back to me. I see the world as this beautiful, rich place, just full of joy, love, happiness, and abundance. And my life is full of joy, rich, happiness, and abundance. It's like getting compounded interest, right? So what you put out into the world, what you invest in, how you see the world is how your world is going to be. And there is science behind that. There is actually science. And I've got to find the study again because I found it and I lost my notes on it. But my background is in neurological psychology. And there is science in self-fulfilling prophecies. It's a well-known fact in the psychological world that we basically make our realities happen for us by self-fulfilling prophecies. We set up our lives based on how we see the world. So if you're really struggling and you feel like bad things are always happening to you, they probably are because you think they are. So watch your thoughts, watch your mindset because it does dictate so much of your life. And I can say that from experience. I used to be a victim and I changed my life. I used to be that person that everything horrible happened to all the time. And when I made that shift, it's amazing. Now I have the Midas touch. It's all up here. And that is crazy to think about, but it's the truth. And that's why for our members, we heavily focus on your mindset because you cannot get to the next level until you fix your thinking. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for joining Evelyn today. For more information, please visit childcarebusinessprofessionals.com.